Oracle Soup. Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom and other oracular tidbits with your hosts, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies. Two saucy sisters broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. Be sure to visit our website at oraclesoup.org to listen to our podcast archive. You can also visit us on Facebook and like our Oracle Soup page, where you can share your wisdom and request for Oracle Soup topics. Soup is hot now, and it's ready to be served. Hello, and welcome to Oracle Soup. This is Gina Thies here with my gal pal over there on the Oregon coast. Hello. Yes, hello. Oh, we're so far away. I really miss it because we were up front and personal for the last couple of conversations that we had. We were in the same room. And now we're back in our, our, me in Oregon and you in Texas and doing our Skype thing. So uh, I miss you. Well, I miss you too. And you know, when we get together, it's always a party. Oh, yeah. It's always fun. Um, I love meeting my fellow uh, tarot um, and oracular um, <laughs> <laughs> intuitive arts colleagues. Um, whenever I travel so yeah but especially yeah. it's nice to be with you and to have really cool conversations with um, yes. all of the people that we're a fan of. <laughs> so. I know and and when you come to think about it it's like how many times do us tarot oracle folks get to congregate and share things that we're interested in other than conferences like for instance for some folks conferences might be time or cost prohibitive and you know I know there's some more casual ways that people get together and learn new spreads or learn about a new deck or hear a speaker who's coming through town and my favorite way of learning about that is meetup groups Yes, I have had the opportunity of participating in some meetup groups and, you know, it's it's oftentimes there's either a very small fee or they're free and it's opportunity to gather to learn about all sorts of things. So um, some people are interested in starting those up just so they can draw in people that are of like mind um, and to share and to learn and to, to get more exposure. So meetups are awesome. Right, that's true. We have a couple of Tarot friends who actually use their meetup group as the focus for classes that they teach. So they do charge a fee. And so they use this uh, internet platform, basically, meetup groups to organize their classes and send out notices. But for the rest of us, it really is fun to gather around a topic we're all interested in, whether it's, you know, crocheting or politics or engineering I think is the most popular topic that I found out about uh, for meetup groups in New York at least there's thousands of them so what of course we're interested in are tarot and of course astrology and other metaphysical things and uh, we've got a wonderful guest for you today who is probably one of the greatest promoters of tarot meetups uh, in the United States at least her name's Cheryl Ryder and she comes from the wonderful southwest area in New Mexico you know, I really admire people like Cheryl that take the time and the dedication um, to run 
such groups because it's 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 a it's a labor of love to do any of these things and especially when you're providing uh, free formats free information as you know we do here at oracle soup so we appreciate the people that take the time to listen to us and i know cheryl has a great love for her group there in new mexico yeah and you know the way i met cheryl interestingly enough is um I used to go to Santa Fe, it's where my mom used to live, and it was like a second home for me. So whenever I'd go, I would offer a meetup topic, and that's how I met Carrie Paris. She used to organize the Santa Fe meetup groups. She had two of them there. And then, uh, you know, Margaret, right? Yes, And yes, Purple Bear. Yes, yes. And how they organized the Albuquerque group. Yes. And I used to go down there and teach, and then that's where I met Cheryl, and then Cheryl took it over. So, yay, keeping it alive. Keeping it alive. Yeah, Yeah. I have have had extended invitations there, and I hopefully um, will be on the track to get that. You should (laughs) go. We'll go together. Yes. It sounds like another road trip. (laughs) Or even Denver. Denver has probably one of the largest uh, Tarot meetup groups in the United States in terms of actual activities and weekly meetings and gatherings and classes. And and Joy Vernon does, of course, she's very dedicated, does a beautiful job organizing that and her team. You know, she's got a lot of great folks working with her. So, hey, shout out to meetup groups. Yay. Yay. So this kitchen table conversation will prove to be very informative especially for anyone that's interested in connecting and learning about how maybe to what it takes to run a meetup group Hello and welcome to another episode of Oracle Soup Kitchen Table Conversations. I am Gina Thies along with my gal pal here, my sister, Katrina Wynn. No, that's not wine. It's <laughs> Wynn. <laughs> oh, you Speaking said of the, wine. <laughs> you said the magic word. <laughs> we are happy to have Cheryl Ryder at the kitchen table with us today. Welcome, Cheryl. Hey, I'm so glad to be here, Katrina and Gina. Are you the kind of gal that likes to drink a little wine? Oh, I like a little bit now and then. Yes, I do. All right. We're just going to have a relaxing conversation as we chill here. And one of the things I find so exciting about what Cheryl does in the Tarot world, among other things, of course, is she's a real model of what it is to be a meetup facilitator and organizer. And by meetup, uh, of course, we can all talk about that. Uh, Meetups are these wonderful online internet ways of connecting with people in your local community. So you can actually meet face-to-face around a topic or a passion that you share. And of course, in our case, that's Tarot. And you can go to places like New York City or Portland, Oregon or Dallas, Texas. Or in your case... Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. And then you get together, you meet new people, people are at various levels of learning, and uh, it's just fascinating. And I know you have a great deal of wisdom to share with us about this. Well, thank you for asking me about that. I I love my meetup. I uh, took over the group. Uh, it was an existing group from about 10 years ago. I took it over about four years ago when the founders needed to go do something else. And I decided that I was going to create a meetup that was going to be of service to my community. 
There are many different reasons to hold a meetup. You might have a business that you want to promote. Uh, you might have uh, people that just want to get together as socially. Mm -hmm. uh, but in my case, I wanted to raise the bar on the level of education that was available in the Tarot world for the people of Albuquerque. So my meetup is focused on serving the needs of the people. And not only that, but I know you've inspired people in other communities, such as Orlando, Florida, you know, to do the same type of thing. But now Gina and I, here we are, we've, we've been producing our podcast for many years, and we have an understanding of the time and energy and even personal financial investment that goes into being of service to the community and sharing our passions. So I'm kind of guessing that this might also be true of a person who takes on that role of the organizer. That is true. Uh, that is true. There is some financial uh, requirement there. Uh, many meetup organizations use a membership software sort of uh, thing, and there's usually a fee involved in maintaining that file size. You have communication systems part of it. You have file storage and announcing systems, and, and so there's an annual membership fee. However, in my case, my membership is fairly generous in their donations. They, they pay a little fee of their own choosing each time they come. And in it, abundance happens, and it's always there to cover the costs. So I, I never really truly have any personal deficit as a result of the work I do. And of course, the ex other exciting thing is just all the topics that you can tune into, right, Gina? Right. Um, the meetups I've attended, there were wonderful agendas so um, topic wise it's endless and so um, I was just thinking of hearing about meetups for like there's all sorts of things SEO um, you know crafts art all, you name it it's out there um, in terms of your meetups what do you do in terms of do you invite guests do you have an agenda do you kind of just let it take on its own life when when you have the actual you have a, a, a place where you meet is what you're saying or do you just run it online that's a really good question and the answer is any and all of the above okay. <laughs> I have a fairly uh, large group um, there are four currently 479 registered members However, the physical uh, people that get together usually ranges between 25 and 30. They have needs that they express to me via polls, so I create programs that serve their needs. Ah. Some of them want a formal program, mm -hmm. and some of them like something that's a little more like social sitting around a kitchen table. So our meetup group supplies all of those. One of my favorites is in Denver, Colorado. There used to be two separate meetups, but they've kind of merged in a way. One was originally for the more advanced students, and one was for beginners. But now in Denver, they have all these things called socials. They have one for Lenamont. They have a one, or they have maybe two or three for Tarot for different parts of the town because it's you know it's a big city and I love that because you'll go to the social you meet people maybe you play with a particular layout a lot of creativity there and a lot of the creativity doesn't just come from the organizer of the event but from all the people who attend as well and then every now and then they'll have a special presentation that's sponsored by the meetup so here we are this is what really gets me and I Gina you're really good with social networking and 
in this world where people are so used to being virtual with each other, having virtual friendships and virtual lessons, I love the idea of the meetup being a throwback to getting together and having a meeting, right? <laughs> Sounds like a meeting, yeah. Well, you know, um, as as time has changed, times have changed, technology has changed, um, people are, are sticking to their devices, Um which makes me wonder about and worry about social skills, but <laughs> we won't be going into that one today. <laughs> However, it's wonderful to have a place to connect and to go to for resource information. People love free information. I remember seeing something when I was in New York City one time recently, and on the subways they had these posters for the meetup groups. They're actually advertising, and what they said is there's five thousand different types of meetup groups in the New York City area and most of them were people studying different types of of engineering you know different interests in different areas so I, I think that's fascinating but when we think about the Tarot world there's quite a few do you have any idea how many Tarot meetup groups are around the world? I truly don't know what the numbers are but I can just sort of guess it guess at it I'm going to guess it's at least in the hundreds Yeah, and also another big one is in Detroit. Heatherley has a, a very uh, impressive collection of people there. I know in Portland, Oregon, which is mm, relatively close to where I live, they've tried to have a few, and this is what happens sometimes, is sometimes the groups aren't really self-sustaining. And that's why, again, I'm so impressed with you, Cheryl. You know, you really kept it vibrant. Um, but now the one that's meeting in Portland has a book club. So they pick a book, and then each meeting they choose a different chapter or combination of chapters. So it's it's just such a beautiful way for people to get together around a shared interest. I would imagine in, in committing to this sort of thing that some people would get a you know, not able to commit to doing what it takes to really sustain a, a, a meetup group. I'm wondering, and then do you know how long it took to build, like, say, the first, get to the first 50 people? Trying to work on that. My, my recollection of the Albuquerque meetup group was that it started with a core of about 10 or 15 people, very enthusiastic, that came all the time, invited their friends, so we kind of grew within the first year. We grew to about 30 people, and then people's lives changed, and they sort of kind of back away, and it kind of sunk back down, and then we had some special programs, and that brought more people of interest in, and once we hit about 150 people, it sort of stabilized, and There, it stabilized there for about a year, year and a half. And it was about at that point that I was given the group. And then I applied some principles from my own meeting planning background, corporate meeting planning. And Do share, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have personal feeling is, is that myself as the coordinator, I need to model the behavior that I want to see. And I need to make my heart open. I need to feed these people's needs. And so I took on a very personal role. Every person who joins gets a personal letter of greeting from me. Uh, if there are people that I know that need a particular kind of training when I'm thinking about scheduling it, I write to them and let them know that I'm thinking of them and I'm creating this for them. And the result has been that they come and they bring their friends, they bring their daughters, they bring their boyfriends and husbands and um, 
it's just been astounding the growth that's happened and it's I truly believe it's that hunger for the personal touch that mm -hmm. people are not getting in this technological iPhone world right right again going back to the social skills <laughs> but that's wonderful and so when a if a person came up and said hey Cheryl I, I want to actually start a meetup what's the first thing or the first two things you recommend that they do I recommend that they read my little list <laughs> copy of that little list. <laughs> now what we're talking about is sort of a topic list that I created for Reader Studio Tarot Incubator Tables a couple of years ago. And what is the Reader Studio? <laughs> the Reader Studio is, to me, it's my own personal opinion, but it is the premier tarot, international tarot training conference in the world. It happens in New York City about every April-ish. And uh, we're, we're at it right now, actually. We're right here in the present tense, having Reader's Studio, and this is what I did today. Over a glass of wine. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so what I do is I sit down, and if somebody is interested, and I, I go over the talking points. And there's logistical points, administration points, and there's some points dealing with how to deal with personalities how and how to model the behavior that you want your group to be. Set your goals, decide how you want your meetup to be, what you want your meetup to be, what needs do you want it to serve, and then make sure that you keep that model consistently present. One of the best things I heard you share with new people organizing these events is to really listen. Listen to those folks who are interested in coming. Listen to what they would like to explore and then follow through on that. I would imagine the um, challenges that arise would be around personality. So it's like, yeah, you would set up um, uh, you know, sometimes any group, sometimes you're dealing with human behavior, so you're bound to have conflict. So um, it's interesting that you bring that in um, and telling people it's really, really important to think about that, you know. And then it's like um, some people don't take direction very well. Some people have people trouble with authority. So um, do you ever run into where someone kind of wants to grab the mic, so to speak, um, in terms of, you know, wanting to, your ideas, oh, let's try to freshen stuff up, or do you have any any kind of conflict in, in terms of, I want to say conflict, and then conflict resolution that you recommend as well? Absolutely, those things do happen, and I have had them happen in my group. Mm. <clears throat> what I somehow came to understand, perhaps through spirit talking to me, was that it was it was sort of a command just to listen. The person who wants to grab the mic is the person that's not being heard in their normal life. So I can give them the gift of listening. I, If it happens in the presence of the group, I am very polite and I say thank you very much for your comments and I'd like to talk to you about that later. But right now we need to stay focused on the material at hand. And then uh, yes. as soon as the class is over, I keep my word. I make a, an appointment with that person to meet over coffee at a little coffee shop. And then I sit down. And the first thing I do with them is I say, I really appreciate your input. And I'd like to hear more about your ideas mm -hmm. so that I can validate them as a person. And then, if their ideas are workable, I will find a way to tweak the program so that they are, they felt that they had a, a real contribution to make. 
Amazing. That's great. And that's very professional. <laughs> Wonderful. And the last thing I particularly would like to talk about is how much it fun it is for people such as us individually to actually visit other meetup groups. For instance, if you have one in your city, go to another meetup group in another town. In fact, I'm going to actually share something really personal here. Uh, my mom died uh, some time ago, not too long ago, and I was in a major city where I knew there was quite a few tarot meetup groups. And so I just told my family I'm going to a meeting. And for all they knew, I was going to an AA meeting. <laughs> and it's not that I felt I needed to hide anything, but I just didn't feel like I needed to explain it either. They're like, your mom died and you're going to a tarot meeting? You know? No. So I went to a meeting because I knew people there are sensitive and come from a spiritual base for the most part. And I could be doing something that can help me process my feelings and what was going on in the moment. So it was a, a real help for me. And that's why I like to join meetups that aren't necessarily in my area. And the flip side of that, which I really like, and of course this is how I met Cheryl in the first place, is I love to do my tarot tour once a year and make a point of going to the meetup in that area and offering a class or, or something special for them. Okay. Well, Cheryl, have you any words of wisdom that you'd like to share before we come to a close? Words of wisdom about meetups. I join one. <laughs> find find your interest and join one because there are meetups, as you said, on any subject in the world. Every city has got them, whether it's hiking or biking or sewing or crafting or engineering, designing, flying, whatever it is, get connected. Well, I'm really glad we all connected here today. Absolutely. Great connections. <laughs> all right. for spending time with us on Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and podcast suggestions on our Facebook page, also called Oracle Soup. And be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.org, for hot new servings of our saucy talks. You can also subscribe to the Feed Burner or listen to our pantry of Oracle Soup archived recordings, along with articles and links to more resources. And be sure to visit our personal websites to receive more information about us and the things that we offer individually. For Katrina, visit tarotcounseling.org. And counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G. Dot org, like in Oregon, O-R-G. And for Gina, visit tarotadvisor.com. An advisor is spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This content and the content of these podcasts are intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. 
This content is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.